Hello and welcome to the UK Scriptwriters Podcast with me, Danny Stack. And me, Tim Clegg, yet again. And, and yes, I'm, I'm going to go straight in with a plug because Tim's reminded me we never mention our books. Yes. So we've got two books to sell you. We've got um, our UK, UK Scriptwriters Survival Guide and How to Write a Script in uh, 10 Weeks. Yes. Both available now on Amazon. Highly reviewed, brilliant. Yes. And it's time for Christmas, so get them. Because this this uh, this podcast is sponsored by ourselves. We we yes. haven't got any friends with money, so we no. we do it just for ourselves. So uh, chip in all you can by buying those excellent books and uh, check out our company Nelson Nutmeg Pictures, where we're doing loads of fun stuff. Got um, go. new show. Actually, we got actually Danny. We must tell people Dog Years. By the time people hear this. Um, Dog Years, our show that we've talked about before, will be out on Kadoodle, so people can check that out on there. Yeah, well, we'll probably do a bigger shout out once that happens. Yes, yeah, but check Today it. we're all about um, our special guest, our special heavenly guest, because we have a, a script angel with us, a self-appointed script angel, yes. Lily McKinley. Hi, Hello. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Hi, Danny. Thanks for joining Thanks. us. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yes, well, now we go back. Yeah, well, we're going to say the same thing. Look, we're both saying the same. We're so excited to say that we've known you for years. <laughs> this happened last yeah. time with, with uh, Deborah. We were like, yeah, we've known you for years. We've known you for years. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we knew you first as the script, script editor, but now I see you've um, moved into, um, you know, your banner at the back of your um, desk there says the, um, screenwriting coaching and development. Yeah. We'll get, into, we'll, we'll get into more detail, but we wanted to talk to you today about script editing and that side of the desk and best ways to work with writers and the process and the ups and the downs and what it's like all of that kind of stuff um so yeah so um tell us about yourself and how you got started we always like those kind of stories mm. yeah love to so i was a professional script tester for about 15 years before i set up script angel um i worked in film and tv uh predominantly in the uk um, I had production script editing roles and development exec roles um, across those years and I absolutely loved it. I mean, I, I really loved both that production adrenaline rush of working on stuff as it heads towards a shoot um, and you're very much problem solving with your writer. Um, but I also really loved the very early stage development roles I had. Um, particularly when I had an opportunity to bring newer writers onto a slate um, and you would you would get sent a spec script from an agent, probably a writer they've just signed that they were very excited about and they wanted to get that writer out there and, and networking with the industry to get that project into development, hopefully onto your slate. Um, and that very early conversation with those writers about not just that spec that they'd written that had obviously really impressed me, but also their other ideas and the kind of stories they were being drawn to. And those very kind of early conversation about projects with them always really fascinated me, getting to know them and their voice as they were still developing. Mm. And also then working with those newer writers as we were able to take some of them onto slates at various production companies because that development process is so extraordinary it's such a privilege to be part of that creative process and to really help your writer discover what the story is they want to tell and then go through that process with them over you know draft after draft and month after month 
and help them really turn it into the best possible version of the thing that they want it to be. That process was what I absolutely fell in love with. Just um, just to yeah. go over that a bit more, Haley, because a lot of our listeners are kind of up and coming writers, you know, and they're working on their spec material and um, yeah. their new voices, as you might say, of different ages, but maybe new voices yes. to the screen. And um, they quite often see the industry as a kind of, I don't know, a black box or something. They don't know quite what happens in there. And you, you've talked about two different roles that you both did, and uh, you did them at various companies. Just kind of fill us in on the practicalities of that. And what I mean by that is, what were those two different, what were those two different roles, and what did they actually involve? You talked about more the development side, but what did that other role, more production side, involve? And also, um, you know. How were you employed? Were you were you kind of work? You know, you're full time. You're going in every day, or yes. was it more of a freelance thing? So, just sort of to tell us a little bit more about what yeah. that what that what that role is were looking like. Yeah, absolutely. So, some script has to start in development roles as a development assistant, reading all the scripts that are coming to the production company, and working with the experienced development script editors in that company. Um, other script editors come up through very often continuing drama series in the UK. Um, having been a script reader first, you then step up into script editing. And those production script editing roles are uh, typically, well, all of those roles are not freelance. They tend to be, uh, they're not um, permanent staff, but they are fixed term full-time employment contracts. Typically, uh, you'll be employed by a production company for one year fixed term or maybe uh, two years. On some shows, it's shorter than that. It might only be a six month contract. Um, it depends what the setup is in the production company, what the setup is on the production that you're coming in on. Obviously, the dream really, uh, well, for me, was, was to combine both of those roles. To be in at the very beginning of the process as a development script tester and to stay um, really closely involved as the script editor as it moved into production and into shoot and into post because as a script editor you typically stay with it all the way through to TX um, in, in television and uh, but very often in the in a development role you would you would have another script editor come in once it got into production because then it's a very nitty-gritty role it's mm. about it's about issuing a shooting script. It's about understanding production and how the rest of the crew use that script. It's about making sure scene headers are consistent so that the location manager mm. can create a set of locations to go and scout for. It's about locking scene pages, uh, scenes and, um, and page numbers. It's about issuing amends once you've locked the shooting script. It's a very practical, technical skill mm. at that stage, which you learn when you work on anything that then goes into shoot. Um, but it's very, it's a very different job to having an early conversation about a vague idea about a story that doesn't exist yet. Um, but, but both of those jobs are typically, yeah, absolutely full time. And you are employed uh, by the production company to do that role. And were you a writer yourself back in the day? Or have, you, have you come up in that, in that role? More, maybe almost coming in from the production side a, a, a little bit and but you've got drawn to that uh, storytelling and development uh, yeah. 
uh, world and have, and, yeah. and have embraced it. Yeah, absolutely. So I was never a writer. I'm not a writer. But I, I studied uh, English literature at university. I always loved story. I was fascinated by story. I watched a lot of film and television um, and I read a lot. And that, but I was also fascinated by production and I originally wanted to be in production management. That was my first dream when I was about 15. I wanted to be a floor manager in live TV. And I worked my way into that role. I got gigs as a third AD on productions right through from about the age of 16, even while I was still uh, at school and uni. I was gigging in the school holidays on productions. Uh, I was gigging in theatre. I managed to get uh, deputy stage manager roles in theatre productions as well, because I was really fascinated by that experience yeah. of something live being up on its feet. And, and that combination of a team that brings something to life. But it was only when I got more and more into that role in my early 20s that I realised that all the really interesting creative decisions about what was happening on the floor had actually been made earlier in the process, at the bit of the process that was all about the story and the script, which took me back to my, my love of story and English mm. literature. And I realised, it was only at that point that I realised there was such a thing as a script tester. There was someone whose job it was, not just not to write it, but to work with the writer to shape it. And that's when I found, and I was only, like I say, in my very early 20s when I discovered that role, and that was it. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> and I've been doing that ever since. And, and how long has Script Angel been going for now? It seems like quite a long time to, to, to me, because obviously we've seen you around at uh, London Screenwriters Festival for many years. And, you know, it feels like it's it's been well established. It's probably not been that long. I don't know. How long has it been? Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? There are days when I feel like I've been doing it forever. And other days when it still feels really new, like I'm still mm. learning how 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 to how, how script angels should be in the world. Mm. Uh, so after I'd done about 15 years of script editing in development and production, I set up Script Angel, which was initially just me. So I'd realized that all those newer writers who hadn't yet got signed by an agent, who weren't yet quite getting their projects into development with production companies, were trying to write at that level without any help from a script tester. And I realized that I could offer that professional script development expertise to writers who weren't yet being commissioned um, and to help them bridge that gap. And that's how Script Angel was born, essentially. And that was about just under 10 years ago. It was initially just me doing that work, just essentially hiring myself out as an experienced script tester, but available to help newer writers. Um, and it just grew. It, it, uh, I got better and better at knowing how to help and the coaching emerged as a way of realizing that it wasn't just the development of the script, it goes to what you mentioned, Tim, that it can be very hard to know how to navigate the industry, even once you've got a quite good script. And the coaching evolved to combine that professional script development expertise with how to navigate the industry. How do you approach an agent? When do you approach an agent? What do you go with? What are they looking for? Um, how do you produce, uh, how do you meet producers? How do you pitch yourself? How do you pitch your project? How do you find producers who are making the kind of thing that you're writing? All of that kind of stuff, which from the inside you learn because you're doing it and you're meeting all those people who are your peers. But if you've never worked in the industry, that's really hard to mm. understand and to learn to navigate. So the coaching 
is, is threefold really. It's, it's script development work, absolutely at its core, because if the script isn't great, nothing else we do will count. Um, and then it's career advice and guidance, particularly with the writers who aren't yet repped, although some of the writers we work with are already uh, repped by agents. And then it's also helping our writers really hone their voice. It's because what became really clear over the years, and it was true when I was working in development as well, is that it isn't just that the script is good or, or really strong or a really strong piece of writing. That's not what makes you take action as a development exec, because you read, you read hundreds of scripts that are good by good writers. Good scripts by good writers. That's your baseline when you're in the industry as a development exec. So the coaching is designed to help writers step up from that baseline of good script to something that's going to make someone pick up the phone and want to talk to you mm. and find out more about you, your writing, this project, how it came about, and want to take the next step with you. Self and Danny have noticed over the years, we think people's spec work has got better at uh -huh. baseline. You know, like... Um, Back yeah. in the day, you know, people would make um, what we might call now, you know, simple mistakes. And, um, you know, it'd be simple to correct them as well. But we're finding now, I think, with online and great tutorials and uh, things like our books and just, you know, yes. all, all that great advice out there. So many great websites and bang to write and all of that kind of stuff you know the, the info's out there if you choose to spend more than 30 seconds looking for it you know it's all there okay. so people have got a, um, a bit better but perhaps also which is maybe what you're meaning but feel free to disagree a little bit blander in the fact of it's become sometimes formulaic but very polished and and what you're talking about is that personal voice is that kind of what you mean doing drawing on your own style a little bit or yeah know? it's definitely I, th I think there's a craft level of competency which is extraordinary out there at the moment i really do you know we've just run the uh c21 uh drama series script competition hmm. and the level of writing is really extraordinary and about half of those writers submitting to that competition are already wrecked and about half are not but the level across the board is incredibly high. So it's a good script. It, you know, it ticks all those basic boxes. It's got well-defined characters. They've all got distinct voices. There's a story with a clear and causally linked beginning, middle and end. You know, if you, if you were a script reader evaluating it as a submission, you could fill in your evaluation form and score it pretty high. You know, you'd be ticking a lot of boxes on that grid that readers use but that like you say that's that's not enough anymore um i don't think it's that people have got more bland but that level of competency is there absolutely the craft is there but it doesn't excite you as a reader and it needs to do both but but it does need to do both it's not enough to just break all the rules and be really exciting if as a reader you're not engaged in it so it has to be that combination of both and definitely a lot of the work that we do with our writers, because they already have a really strong uh, grounding in the craft, is about, yes, it's about voice and it's about pushing them to be bolder and braver in the creative choices that they're making. But it is also another element of craft. It's elevating the craft to that next level. When you watch a really extraordinary, brilliant 
films and TV shows, especially at the moment, that are really, truly compelling. And you dig into them, you realise just how extraordinarily crafted they are. It's not just that there's a good story. It's that thematically every scene resonates with the theme of the piece. It's that every moment is a surprise. Every scene makes you want to find out more. And it's, it's a really, really elevated level of craft. And again, it's that gap that we're trying to help our writers bridge. Mm. Let me um, bring up a, a kind of difficult subject, really, in terms of the subjectivity of script reading. How do you know you're good at it? How do you know you've got, your insight is you know, valid? when typically you're always told that script reading is always subjective. Um, like if one year um, I read for the Red Planet Prize and there was about six readers in the room. So we all read, we all read scripts in the room. And then anybody who was kind of unsure about something would share it with like the reader next to them um, and you'd have a read and you'd give your kind of gut feedback on it. And most of the time it's just like, yeah, that is, kind of pretty good I can see why you're a bit torn but here's my ultimate kind of view on it which would swing the case of whether it got forward or not um but other times it's like no this this is awful I don't know why you saw it at all <laughs> yeah I, I think you're right I, I, Danny I think there is a degree of subjectivity in it particularly at the top end again it's it's that I, th I think script reading is very much a filter and that's a whole other conversation about gatekeepers and getting past the reader and demonstrating a level of skill on the page. But that's not really kind of the space that we're in. And, and, and I think in terms of subjectivity, what a really good script editor does is put aside their personal taste. The, the core of script editing, like I said right at the beginning, is it's helping your writer discover what it is they want to say and the story they want to tell and then helping them find the most compelling way to do that. So you're asking questions all the time. You're not telling them what to do. You're asking them what their intent is, what they want me to think or feel at every moment in that screenplay and then giving your honest opinion about whether that is what you took away from that moment or scene or sequence or the whole piece. And if it isn't, what do we do to make sure that when someone reads it, your intent of the writer, as the writer is what they take away from that? Because yeah. that's what the script tester is doing, is helping you get out of your head and onto the page your intent. Sorry, go there's, No, there's that uh, from, I mean, I, I agree with that, obviously, but there's that from Script Angel's point of view in terms of the coaching, because obviously script editing in TV is slightly different where you will be, uh, encouraged, I use the word um, uh, favorably in terms of a script editor encouraging you to change things and go down a different route or to clarify certain things based on other things that you've talked about in terms of the practicalities of production and all that kind of stuff. So there's yeah. a slight difference there in terms of the script editing notes. There is absolutely. I think what we're making sure we do at Script Angel in the coaching is to, because our writers are writing on spec. This has to wow people, really wow people. And we're not worrying about hitting a brief because that's not the job of the script. this script. It's to get an agent to sign you and get a producer to option the project. That's the intent of the script. 
which is very different from, as you say, Danny, when you're script editing on a show to a brief with a budget, <laughs> that's a completely different job. And your relationship with the writer is very different, partly because they've been commissioned and your job is to help them meet that commission and not get fired um, and to deliver what's expected of them in a way that feels true for them, but that meets all the expectations of that production. So, so they're very different jobs. And mm. I think it's, it's great that not just me, but all of the coaches who now work with me at Script Angel have that production experience. We understand what happens to a script next, if it is optioned, if it does go into development, if it does go into production. So we can help make sure it looks at that professional level on the page, you know, in terms of scene headers and story days and all that kind of stuff, because we know that world. But that's not at the core of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're very much driven by the writer's intent. And um, what's the sort of um, uh, mistakes? That feels like a strong word, but it's a nice shortcut. What kind of mistakes or, or um, repeated errors are you seeing still coming through? Because we did talk about, and we, you know, we've talked about polish. You've talked about, you know, craft, high level of craft. But for you know, I'm just thinking again about beginner writers or intermediate writers listening to this and they're thinking, what could I do myself to just check, you know, that uh, yeah. I'm not making these basic mistakes that you're still seeing coming through? What, what's what's occurring out there? Yeah, so I, uh, like I say, because we're working with mostly with writers who've written three or four more specs already, they've got their craft basics. Mm. um down really you know they've got well-defined interesting characters with distinct voices um they've got a causally big length beginning middle and end but it's things like making sure that every scene is pulling the reader forward to the next scene making sure that um scenes earn their place not just every scene earns its place because what you don't want ever is scenes where you could pull it out and nothing would change. <laughs> so it, it doesn't earn its place if that's the case. So every scene has to earn its place. But more than that, it's every moment has to earn its place and every word on the page. Ultimately, you're a wordsmith. You, know, you as a writer are trying to create an image in your reader's head through the word choices you make on the page. So yes, it's those big structural story choices it's about character development it's about theme it's about making sure you're writing visually on the page it doesn't just read like a stage play but it's then that level of detail you know moment by moment right the way through those 60 or 90 or 100 pages because what what we're looking for is to help our writer get that script to a stage where the reader starts reading you know interior Danny's house day and they're in on that first first couple of words of the action line after that scene header and they stay in the story that's the intent <laughs> is that your reader never looks at their watch and doesn't go and get a cup of coffee they just they're inside your story as they read that script and anything that jolts them out of it you've lost them yeah Sometimes when you're reading your own work back, you know, you 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 become numb to it. I think a lot of writers find this. They're kind of giving up reading 
because they know it and they just end up kind of like, oh, I can't look at this anymore, whatever. And sometimes they put it away, which is good advice. Put it away in the drawer, pull it out again in a couple of weeks time. Yeah. Then it's like, what filter am I going to look this through? So I think that's a great filter, which is like anything. Would, would is there any part of this that would cause someone to get bored or to put this down uh yeah. not be interested what happens next anything that gets in the barrier of that you could do you could put those glasses on to read your own script is what i mean you know yeah absolutely um the other thing we encourage our writers to do is and, and i've uh we've written a couple of articles on this on the website as well about that kind of industry ready checklist and it's very much taking each of those elements you're trying to really hone and doing a separate read and pass of the script for each of those. So don't try and do everything at once. Mm. It's about going in and going, right, I'm going to do a story pass. Does this story hang together? Does every scene change something in the story? And then you do a separate pass that just reads the whole piece from one character's point of view. Imagine you're the actor reading this being cast in this role and you just read that character's scenes. So then you really track that character's story, their internal journey, their emotional journey through your script. And you do a separate pass for like, like that for every one of your major characters. You do a separate pass to think about your theme. What is it you want to say with this piece? And you read the script just with that in your head. Yeah. And you do that every time, just looking at one element of the craft or, or in, inside your script. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, frustration for me, uh, from from a, from a writer's point of view, is when you write a new script, especially a spec script, and you get feedback from it, and it might be feedback saying they didn't understand something or they um, didn't think this was working. But from the writer's point of view, it's like, well, we've in the dialogue it says all that, or I've I've already <laughs> it's clear. You convince yourself that it's as clear as day. Whereas the feedback is saying I was confused, and um, so that that's quite difficult and frustrating. But yeah, so think- it is, and it, it's interesting, Danny, because I think that's something we I found. But at the very beginning, we used to do written notes because that seemed to be what the industry was doing in terms of feedback for new writers. But it felt really alien to me because, as a script editor in production and development, almost all of that script development work happened through conversations. So I'd read the script and pick up the phone. Well. I read the script, think about it a lot, (laughs) think about what I was struggling with with the script, try and dig under that and then pick up the phone to the writer and ask those questions. Like I was a bit confused here. What what did you mean this to be? What did you want from it? And what this is what I took away. Is that what you intended? And so you have a conversation to identify where the problem is. And then you can identify whether I've misread it, in which case, what led me to misread it? It might have been something that was 20 scenes ago that made me make an assumption as a reader that was actually incorrect, but I've I've got it from somewhere. So (laughs) where is it? And it might not be in the moment where you think it is. And again, that's what good script testing is. It's not just that superficial, there's a problem here. It digs under that issue and goes, actually, how did this issue come about? Where is it? because it probably isn't in the moment where it's surfaced. I had an interesting experience recently as a reader uh, giving feedback where the, the point of confusion we tracked back to the episode title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the episode title was causing me to misread the whole first 10 pages and, and beyond. And it was just like, we, we figured it out and it was fascinating really. And But even more fascinating was just the use of the 
And if you took away the, <laughs> then it made the yeah. clearer and the story expectation um, clearer. So it was really interesting that way. But the, the, the writer was open to that. He was like, he realized. But as you say, it's like you do um, qualify your feedback by saying, I may be misreading this, but what the hell is going on? Here? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why, absolutely. And that's why we, so we don't do written notes at Script Angel at all anymore. It's all done through conversations with our writer. I mean, if I if if we were working, I'd have to take my own notes because I like to I forget, you know, because quite often I'll 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 let that sit, like you already have suggested, or we'd let that sit and then come back to it in a couple of weeks, and I'll be like, oh, what was Haley on about? I can't remember. Yeah, well, we send you a record. We <laughs> we send you a recording of the call, oh, so you right. have that reference. You have the conversation as a reference document, but it means as well because not only do we not have to write written notes that might be misconstrued or that don't dig uh, into the problem because there's been a misunderstanding of your intent but we also then means that because you're not having to write notes in the conversation because we're going to send you the recording we're totally engaged with you in that conversation and solving these problems together yeah so it's a very dynamic experience yeah that makes that makes sense what um I get, you know, time's ticking away. So, you know, just sort of uh, wrapping up again, just trying to give some practical advice to people. Are you seeing any kind of misunderstandings, I suppose, about the industry? And, uh, uh, you know, about what a spec could do, what it should do, the realism of what is out there? Or or is, is are people, again, now quite well informed about how everything works and being realistic about, what a spec script could do or its future or or what its job is all that all that kind of stuff yeah I, I think you're i think you're absolutely right tim i think there is it's it's very hard to know that stuff and i would say that's the biggest issue we have with a lot of newer writers who aren't experienced in the industry yet is is the level of expectation mm. which is that assumption that if you write a good spec script and people love it it will get made and that's going to be your next step <laughs> from written good script to that good script gets made and distributed as a as a produced feature or gets aired on BBC One as a as an authored six parter. And obviously there are a lot of steps between writing good script and that ambition. And obviously we know that from working in the industry for a long time. And what we help our writers do is understand the likely next steps between written good spec and getting their own authored show on Netflix and helping them navigate that and helping them build a portfolio of specs that helps them take those next steps and, and ask them the questions, you know, what, where are you trying to get to? Because the path towards writing a Hollywood uh, feature screenplay that's, you know, super commercial studio products is very different to wanting to write uh, a Channel 4 six-parter. You know, they're, they're very different steps towards that and the kind of scripts that will get you to those places are very different and the stepping stones on that path are very different. And that's very much, again, what we try and do. We work back from your ambition uh, to where you are with your specs in your portfolio and help you understand how you might get from where you are to where you're trying to get to and what the steps along the way are. Cool. That, that, that's a whole other that's a whole other <laughs> very extensive conversation well tell us where your website is and where people can uh, get in contact with you to check you out a bit further 
Oh, thank you, Danny. Yes, yeah, so we're scriptangel.com and you can find out more about the screenwriter coaching that we offer. We are typically working with writers who've already written a couple of specs. That's what I would say is we're, um, we, we tend to work with writers at that kind of level, a couple of specs where you feel like you've got some traction in the industry already. You might have got through the first couple of passes of, you know, BBC Writers Room, for example. So you know you're doing something right on the page because you're getting through that first shift, but there's still a big gap between there and earning a living as a writer. And that's the kind of area where we specialize in because all of the team are really experienced script testers. You know, they've worked at Miramax. Uh, Kelly just joined us. Uh, she was a development exec at Miramax. Uh, other coaches have worked at Netflix. They've worked at the BBC, ITV, Channel 4. So they're really experienced script editors. And that's the level of writing that we're used to pushing our writers to. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, hopefully we'll see you again in the flesh at some point, Hayley, you know, because it's been, it seems like it's been a few years and it's going to be a few years more at this rate. So it is, and yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting up in person with people, any with people, people, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yes, this is the second day of lockdown too, or when we're recording it. It might not be when we actually put it up live, but yeah, it's it's all weird. There'll still Everything. be something happening. There'll still be something yeah. happening. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was fantastic. Um, so. Yeah, just we've we done our little plug at the start, uh, uh, folks, so we don't have to do our little plug at the end, except to say, you know, there's many more episodes of UK Scriptwriters podcast now. So please try and find them. You can now find them on Spotify as well, because we're all funky, but also on iTunes as ever and on uh, Podomatic is our kind of home hosting service. So we're everywhere that you can find us with the UK Scriptwriters podcast, but there's loads of apps now. So um, if you want to know more about any aspect of the craft or anything we've talked about there'll be another uh, podcast episode about that so um check them all out have a listen and we'll take it from there yeah and thanks again to Hayley. thank you very much guys Cheers, Hayley. Bye. bye now bye listeners